It's another week with the Saunders. I am Nicole. And I'm your boy, Chase860. And this is Uncensored Life with the Saunders. Uncensored, motherfucker. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't know what to do with them. Um, so let so if you're local to Illinois, we had an Amber Alert earlier today, and I am happy to report that the little boy was found. Um, I, he was abducted by his father, uh, but he has been re, reunited with his mother, so that's always a good thing. So, did he take him? Or did he just take him to go get something to eat and was bringing him back? They didn't give any details. For me personally, like, I I struggle with abductions by parents um, because we don't know the story behind the story. Like, and the reason I struggle with it is because, of course, as a mother, if my child is taken from me, um, for any reason, like I'm going to to lose it, but like everybody doesn't need to be a mother, everybody doesn't need to be a father. So that's why, like, when it becomes like a mother father situation, like that, that's um, that's a great area for me. Like, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't really know how to react to those, but me neither. Because I mean, who's to say that? she didn't allow who's to say that she didn't you know allow him to take the boy but just to be spiteful or maybe she's just you know mentally unstable decided oh well you ain't give me what i want so you know i'm gonna call the police and boom amber alert or you know this is supposed to be his day with him and she totally forgot Next thing you know, she wakes up in a frantic, don't know where her son at, Amber Alert. Like, I, I don't know. I, yeah, it's 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 a real gray area. I just know that, like, as, as a parent, if I have to put out an Amber Alert, I don't want anybody to hesitate helping me. Um, but this one's a, a, a gray area for, for me. Um, my thing is, is that the energy that you guys had with this Amber Alert, I need you to keep the same energy when it's a black or brown child because Man. I got the alert to hold my on. phone. Hold on, hold on. Say that shit louder for the people in the back. So I don't think they heard you. I need the same exact energy exact. when it's a black or brown child. Because that's the first time I've seen an Amber Alert on the TV. I didn't know they did that. I got it to my phone before it did come to the TV. Um, But my thing is, is that like it hit the TV and it hit the computer and then they ran it back twice. Like I've never experienced that. And like I don't know if it's because this was an infant, but I can't even say that because we've had black and brown infants missing and I've still never experienced that. So what I'm saying is, if Matter you don't fact, want... Yeah, now that you mentioned that not too long ago, somebody stole a car. What was it? Out west, out south? With a with a child in the back. A baby in the back. Yeah. I heard no Amber Alert. That's what I'm saying. Like, I need you to have the same energy regardless of 
any of the details because a child missing is a child missing. Right. No matter what color they are. Exactly. So I, I need the same energy across the board. Mm-hmm. Actual factuals. Um, also, we are sending prayers out to Jeremiah. He is um, one of Chicago's own, and he's in Chicago right now in the ICU uh, fighting COVID. He's on a oh, ventilator. That COVID don't care who you are. Exactly. So that that's the biggest message right there. I need everybody to realize that COVID does not care how old you are. Like, forget all this stuff that they've been telling us or trying to convince us of since no, March. Not day. That's not day. Donald Trump. Okay. Well, <laughs> Adam. Okay. Uh, it's not just affecting elderly. Elderly are not the only people that end up on ventilators. Um, mm-hmm. Like I say all the time for myself and my daughter, my daughter is 18 years old, but you don't look at her and see pre-existing conditions. She has asthma. So, um, but you don't look at her and see asthma. You don't look at anyone and see anything that they have going on you don't look at somebody necessarily and see cancer all the time because they're different stages you don't look at somebody Mm -hmm. and see uh ms you you don't look at somebody and they have all of their ailments stamped on them so even if you think that you'll be good you interact with other people all the time that may not be so we need to really buckle down and start taking this seriously because so many people still are not like so mm-hmm. many people like i saw a post today that was like when we say you can't socialize with people that doesn't mean you know get together with your friends and you know uh get together with people that you feel like you know because you Maybe you do know that person, but you don't know that the people that they've interacted with, right? Right. You don't know the stories that that they've gone to. And like, we all are trying to live our everyday lives to the best of our ability um, during this time. But you you really don't know. Like some of the protocols that are in place now, I honestly don't know why they weren't in place from the beginning. Like, y'all just now want to start scrubbing these carts down. Hmm. Like you, mm-hmm. you, you always quick to tell us what's going on with our food or whatever, but our food goes into these carts. Like y'all just now want to start washing your hands. So I just need everybody to to take COVID seriously because it's seriously taking people away from their families. And I get it. Mm-hmm. You want to spend the holidays with your family. We miss our families. We want to interact with them. We need human interaction. But if you want to interact with your family beyond 2020, keep your distance. Man, look. COVID got me right where I need to be. I can care less about outside interacting. Give me a drink and an Xbox. I'm good. You ain't going to see me going outside. Cause it, it's rough out in these streets. Lil Boosie uh just got shot in Dallas. Lil uh, Bo- that was a little Boosie. Yes, it was. Oh, Boosie got shot. Yeah. In Dallas. Yeah. Where the fuck was that? I, I don't know. Boosie. 
I know another rapper just got shot and killed in Dallas on no, the freeway. Right. He he wasn't killed. He was just shot in the leg and he was going to Dallas to give condolences and to grieve the uh rapper that was killed, which was um I believe his name was Mo C. Some shit like that. Mo three, some shit like that. Yes, Mo Wait, so Lil so Lil Boosie got shot? Yeah, in the leg. Wow. Man, it's rough out here in these streets, man. Y'all better keep your ass in the house. Right. It's crazy. And you know there it's because what just last week was King Von, which they're still talking about. They're still showing videos of and my thing like the videos that they're showing is just to highlight the fact that he threw the first punch. And my thing is he threw mm-hmm. the first punch. But that's the thing. Nowadays, you got to be careful. That first punch might be your last punch because these motherfuckers don't fight fear no more. Mm-mm. Ain't no such thing. For, first of all, ain't no such thing as a fair one. You ain't getting a one-on-one with a nigga and his boys is, is, is on standby. That's yeah, just not that happening. A, the, the most recent video also showed that, you know, he threw the first punch and like it was like seconds that the first shot was then. Right. Um, so, it, But, you know, but the way... Cause I'm not trying to justify anybody dying, but from the way it looked on the video, King Von did have like an entourage, a big entourage behind them. So I'm pretty sure the dude people thought they was about to just jump on him, cause he had he had a couple of people behind him. Yeah, yeah. And it did appear like I can see how it appear like if I'm his boy, I just see my boy get hit. But wait, you walked up here with like ten niggas behind you. Oh no, hold on, G. But then again, like I said, I'm not just finding anybody dying. This is it's it's a crazy situation. Sometimes we gotta learn to just let shit go. Right. Cause I mean, sounds like a a lot of these situations, like when you take a life, that life isn't coming back. You can't replace it. There, there's there's nothing you can do to bring a life back. And sometimes as I you think learn that's the point you, of taking can, a life. Can, 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 can I finish? <laughs> but my point is, if he ever lets me finish, is that sometimes as you learn and you grow, you realize that some situations that was just that serious to you aren't really that serious. Like a lot of people um in their early 20s and you know once you feel like you grown or the government tells you 18 you're grown or whatever you you start feeling and smelling yourself but you don't really realize that you don't know yourself until it's too late and so that that's my thing like we we got to stop letting our first reaction be to put our finger on the trigger when at the end of the day, when we sit back and we think about the situation, it really wasn't that serious in the first place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's see, it's uncensored all the time around here. Go, y'all figure it out. <laughs> see, uncensored life all the time. Um, so. Lately, you know, Nene Leaks has been getting a lot of attention um, because she's decided to leave Housewives of Atlanta for the billionth time. Um, right, she'll be back. 
since the franchise started. And um, she's always in her... She's... I don't know. She basically... Because her friend, Wendy Williams, went and talked to Andy and, of course, gave her opinion in a Wendy Williams fashion. Like, if that's your friend, you, you know how she moves. Like, everybody knows how Wendy moves. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, Nene has to go on social media as she does and uh, come for Wendy Williams and then say that Andy Cohen is racist. But it's like... Andy Cohen, I, I, Andy Cohen has been in these streets with us protesting all summer, all the time. Anytime we have some kind of movement, I like. I feel like he's the first one to shed light on it. Um, he's also because he is the executive producer, I believe, of the entire Housewives uh, franchise. So he brought. Garcelle Bouvet to Housewives of Beverly Hills as the first black housewife. And now he has Ebony K. Williams as the first black housewife in New York. And you know Ebony K. Williams from uh, the Revolt show that she does with Joe, Remy, and the young cat that's on there. Now, I'm just surprised she's a housewife. Like, hmm. <laughs> I'm surprised a lot of them housewives. Y'all not even, y'all not even married no more to the motherfucking professional athlete or whoever you was married to. Like, you just half of them not even a housewife. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, um, I want to say Housewives of Beverly Hills. I want to has the most wives on it, but. Like I said, Garcelle Bouvet just became the first um, black one last season, and she's not married to anyone. So, like, right. I don't. It's, it's confusing. Yeah, I don't get the qualifications. Like, apparently, the only qualification is you have to been married at some point. Even if you're not currently married, you had to been married at some point. Oh, I don't even feel like that's it because uh, Candy joined the Atlanta franchise and she had never been married. Well, at that point, that's probably just looking for a name. <laughs> that's the only thing I can think of. I, like I'm, that That's I'm what lost. I feel like. I feel like it's connections. I feel like it's names. I feel like like if you know somebody that's on the crew or whatever um and they feel like you can bring in ratings then they bring you in because otherwise like i really don't get what the qualifications are because there are like um kenya moore had never been married uh wait no yes she had kenya not when she joined the show oh not when she joined oh no Yes, a lot of them at this point have been married because they've been on the show for so long. So they they have fit the qualifications at some point during their tenure on the show. But Kenya Moore had never been married before she was on the show. Well, I mean, she was, what, the first black Barbie or some shit like that? So First black Miss America. Thank you very well, much. Well, the first black Miss America. So, I mean, you got to put her on the show. I guess. <laughs> He's Daddy loving his uncensored life today, you guys. 
He is having, we are having a ball today with these kids. They are, <laughs> I think they, even though, uh, so this past week here in Illinois, we've had like a, well, a lot of people call it an Indian summer, but I mean, it's typical Illinois weather for me. We could <coughs> have four seasons in one day. So it's typical for me. What's up? <coughs> you all right over here? <laughs> yeah, I'll be all right. Um, so, as you mentioned, Tim, today, Trump has decided to finally concede, but not concede. Only he hmm. would do that. Um, he, he, he has thrown, well, not thrown in the towel, because I take that back, um, he says that Joe Biden has won, but he also says that the election was rigged. So, uh, and I don't see him stopping or um, pausing on these lawsuits that he has going on. But that's the thing, though, from what I'm seeing and understanding, like he has no <laughs> solid foundation to these lawsuits. He doesn't. Like, he's not nigga, backed by the laws. You lost. Like, why is it that when you beat Hillary, even though she won the popular vote, which I didn't even by get a landslide. by a landslide, you still won, but that wasn't cheating. Even though there was question marks about Russia helping you, that wasn't cheating. It but the minute is. your ugly ass lose, mm -hmm. all of a sudden Biden's a cheater. Mm -hmm. Come on, man. You thought you had that election in the bag and America showed you different. Fuck out of here. There's not enough racist people in this country to fucking get to have you back in office. Facts. So he just need to take his L like a big boy and keep it moving, man. Yeah. Like for once in your presidential term, act like a fucking president. Mm -mm, he can't do that. And what's so crazy is crazy. that, you know, uh, Claudia Jordan um, did an in interview recently where, because she, she was on Celebrity apprentice before but apparently they met before then um and she was just saying how down to earth that he used to be and that he used to actually be an obama supporter until obama decided to raise taxes and she had to she said she had to keep it you know funky with him and say like if obama raises your taxes let's just say 10 percent, you're still going to be a billionaire right and he said, right. yeah. So she's like, so what's the problem? Right. And that that's my thing. So we, we all of the votes have to be certified now. Um, the Electoral College does their official voting um, mid-December. And we should have a new president sitting in the seat January 20th, 2021. Um, Kamala is making news this week because apparently the world just realized that her and uh, tele former television talk show host Montel Williams used to date. Wow. <laughs> I had to think about that for a minute. Wow. So uh, back 
and I believe it was 2001 they were dating like right after him and his um his wife divorced they were dating before she started going really heavy into the lane of politics and um apparently you know because things on the internet never died so there's a picture no. of them circulating and a lot of people are saying no disrespect to her husband but you know uh they were a cute little couple for the little hot second so um hmm. uh, marcel williams went ahead and responded since he became a trending topic because of this photo like you know that was many moons ago uh we respect each other like he doesn't have anything bad to say about her so it's like but what he did say which is a good um thought is that if she were a male would this even be a topic of conversation no no it wouldn't nobody would care like we're talking 2001 that's practically 20 years ago so people always i don't know it's the it's the double standard it's people not minding the business that pays them told you that, that, <laughs> that's my mindset now like just mind the business that pays you tend to the the people that you make the money for like that that's my mindset like i i she dated myself for five seconds. Great. Like, right. And like, I don't like, what does that have to do with her being able to do her job? Exactly. Like, I, I just don't get it neither. Like, do uh, do we need to revolt because we found out that oh, she yeah, was she dating. dating Montel? Wait, wait, we got to count all them both. <laughs> like, that's the thing. Just people just always need something to, to pick at. Like, especially a black woman. Like, Ain't no way they about to let her get in this house in this position, this seat, and not try to because we they still probably mad they couldn't find nothing wrong with the Obamas. I know they still mad about that. And my thing is like that the one thing they picked at, which I was like, oh my God, seriously, was the fact that he smoked. So right. I was like, is you fucking kidding me? Right. And my thing is is that Montel Williams isn't a bad dude. Like if right, it's if, not like it was Montel Jordan. <laughs> he's not even, a bad dude. Even though, either, yeah, but, he's not really a bad dude, but I mean, yeah, it it could have been worse. Yeah, like if if she stayed with Montel Williams, like I'd be fine with him being the first vice president, spouse, whatever title we're gonna give her husband, because this is new. Like we've never had a. a a male in this role so this is a new situation like and it's like good for you girl right like he's he's not a bad guy like he's he's, not. he's uh he's a good stand-up black man yeah he's so. former military he is uh, MS advocate because he has multiple uh, sclerosis and has like for a very long time and been able to function with it. So like there's, there's no lose to this announcement. I just don't understand why, you know, everyone decided to circulate this news at this, at this point, like, Kamala has been in politics for a while. 
Um, she's been, I mean, visible for quite some time. So I really don't understand why this is um, breaking news, but they decided to release this picture. And above all, I just, I like the way that Montel responded to it. And he was just very like, she's, uh, she's good, we're good, and left it at that. Mm-hmm. So, did you hear that your girl Cardi B got a deal with Reeboks and released a new sneaker collection? It's practically sold out. Well, I'm not surprised it's sold out. And apparently, I don't know. I'm back at work after COVID <laughs> protocol. So, me being at work, I can't really check my phone the way I want to because I just be trying to just get through the day. Apparently, I'm missing everything. Yeah. She has a oh, a, a Reebok yeah. deal. Mm-hmm. They released um, actually it's three pairs um, currently released. There's a red pair, white pair, and a black pair. Um, she they range from eighty dollars, I believe, to five hundred. Um, it, if you look at the sneaker, it's a very cardi look. I would Ooh, wear them. This motherfucker's ugly as hell. Well, I, this white one is. I mean, the red and the black look decent. That white one don't look. I don't know what the fuck that is. I just, I feel like it's a very cardi look. I feel like I could see cardi rocking those on her feet personally. I, like I said, I, I wouldn't wear them. I do like the red ones though. They're giving me some kind of a vibe. But, but you know what? I'm not gonna hate on the sneakers. They they ugly though. I ain't gonna lie. I mean but, they're not Yeezy ugly though. True, but I mean I or mean big, Yeezy expensive. Big, big ups to Cardi B on the deal, man. For real, she she's just been getting a lot of like backlash lately. Yeah. So matter of fact, we are gonna talk about the backlash too when we come back. We we about to take a quick break, and we'll be back after these messages. And we're back. So. Before we left, we were talking about Cardi B's Reebok deal. And I was saying how, you know, big ups to her. You know, I'm I'm happy for her. She got an endorsement deal with Reebok. Another rapper had one also, uh, Rick Ross. Uh. But they took that away once. He, he said some line. I forgot what the line. The line was pretty much talking about he slipped something in some chick's drink and some shit that like that. Do it, that yeah. And so they canceled his deal. But big ups to her because she's been catching a lot of backlash lately about, you know, her relationship with Offset. Which, again, I just feel like people should just mind their own fucking business. Like, well, a lot of people feel like that they can comment on it because they're so public about it. But what I like to remind I people... I mean, yeah, but some people be going too hard, though. Yeah, they do. But what I like to remind people also is that, like, Cardi wasn't really public about it at first. Like, every big public display of affection has come from Offset. And, like, when they broke up the first time, he surprised me. He got to his he like like literally if these were everyday people he would have got her fired from her job because like he like she's on tour man home business doing her own thing and he's just showing up at shows and stuff 
like he's the one that has made it very public and it's like once one side does like you kind of have to keep that same um energy and even now like he just posted a video of her cleaning saying and telling her that I she needs to that. stop yeah lying to people because she does cook and clean and that's how she got the rain look 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 offset but yeah. my thing is that like the thing that i love about cardi and always have is that she's just real she doesn't care she don't care what we think she don't care what we say she don't care what we talking about she don't care. She talks properly. She she's just real. Like, and you either go exactly, and either you gonna love it or you gonna hate it. And at the end of the day, she don't give a fuck uh, whether you love it or hate it, because she's still gonna be her and do her and live her life. And my th- like a lot of people, like you said, they was coming like super hard on her when she got a divorce. And my thing with that is that to make a decision to leave someone that you are married to, especially when you have children, is probably one of the hardest decisions for it. I know as a woman, because I can't talk for men, is one of the hardest decisions to make. And some like she lives a life that a lot of us aren't accustomed to. Like, there's a lot of, you know, road traveling, this and that, and mm-hmm. that shit get lonely. And she was, she was even honest about that. Like, look, I got lonely out there. I need something. So, um, it's Corona. You can't go out there and find something new. True. Especially when you have, you know, she has culture. So it's not like she could go out there swiping left and right right now. So. Let's work on the, the what I know. Like I hear a lot from a lot of women that decide to go back to their husbands after they've gotten to the point of wanting to get a divorce, and they go out there and they date or they do whatever, and they realize that they not even that. Like some women have just flat out said to me, "Like I'd rather deal with the devil I know than the one that I don't." Yeah, because nowadays motherfuckers just into some weird shit. Niggas is like undercover. Motherfucker. It's been so many reports, especially this year, of, you know, boyfriends harming and killing the, the, you know, chick kids. Like, I don't know. It's just boyfriends, like wives and girlfriends and stuff like that. They, you know, like, this is a crazy time. Um, Mental health is very important, and it is. it is not talked about enough. It doesn't get enough attention. Um, you know what but, else is also important too? What? Mental health is very important, and I just want to tell the listeners: don't ever be ashamed to go get yourself checked out. Definitely. At some point, we all need a listener ear. Mm-hmm. And everyone might not have good friends like some people do. So you might need, you know, a counselor or whatever. Uh, and therapist. even if you do have good friends, because a lot of times when you go and you talk to your friends, your friends have opinions. And that's the benefit of talking to a therapist. A therapist doesn't have an opinion. A therapist is there to, to listen to you. And sometimes people just don't feel heard. Nope. And, and that's a that's scary. That's frustrating. 
to communicate your thoughts and your feelings to those around you and just not feel hurt. So sometimes a therapist is just just that. Whereas your friends, they have opinions, they want to chime in, especially like if you're in a situation where your mental health has something to do with like other people, like your significant other, your family or whatever. Like now they're storing that and now they have an opinion about your spouse or whoever it may be. And that's a whole nother level of conflict that you don't need if you're in the midst of a breakdown. Well, I can't speak for everybody, but I know my small circle, the ones I call my friends, my brothers, I must say everybody needs to get them some brothers like them. Your circle is a bit smaller than them circles. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody needs to get them some brothers like them, especially my brother's slip shot. And my brother kill like it's been plenty of times they told me like yeah nigga you tripping like they they didn't gave it to me like raw like yeah bro i love you bro but you bugging yo like and, and we all need and, and we all need friends like that yeah really everybody do. needs some, somebody that will check them and, um, uh, but what i wanted to say though was also important besides mental health, which I think in this country needs to be done because I feel like sometimes we just so quick to label people. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we also got to realize that some people just fucking just stupid and crazy and don't want help. And like, that's another thing we need to realize. Yeah. Like people will do crazy shit and we'll be quick to label them. Oh, well, they got a mental disorder. No, that motherfucker is just crazy. Like, period. No ifs, ands, or buts. Like, if y'all don't lock this nigga away or put this nigga down, they gonna do the same shit. But that's so that's the thing. Um, like when our country was first hit that emotional unrest with uh george floyd because like we've seen there's so many names like we would be here all day um listing off names literally but like we were already on the verge of a breakdown as a country because of the lockdown and just Mm -hmm. the isolation that we were under Mm -hmm. and like it was just he was the last straw and so that's when the conversation became i'm not gonna say that it began i'm gonna say that it got loud about defunding the police and i think we mentioned this before like a lot of people as soon as they hear that they stop listening because they they feel like it means that we're just not going to have police when that's not what that means that means that we have First of all, we're the only country that doesn't have like a, a mental wellness check for our police officers, period. Mm-hmm. Like a police officer has to go completely, completely off the rails and like has to be completely traumatized and completely broken down before the department decides to work with them and try to figure things out and takes them off the street. When we need to have mental checks before they put the uniform on would be a awesome start if we could just start there 
and not just let that be the last mental check like check on them like they see a lot they hear a lot they experience a lot like as humans we do but as police officers even more so but like in every situation and you call you pick up the phone and call 911 or even you pick up the phone and call the non-emergency number they're dispatching a police officer and every situation doesn't need that some situations can be de-escalated and or resolved if you sent a social worker or someone that dealt with mental health like everything does not need a man with a gun or a taser to show up like i feel like we don't even really need to defund the police we just need to relocate the funds well, that's what basically what they mean. Like they want to oh. reallocate the funds. They want to take some of the funds, and that's what a lot of people think that defund the police means. Like we're going to take every single last dime from the police, and we're just no. It's we're going to reallocate some of these funds and put them somewhere else. And like I feel like even if you do need to. Because, like, before COVID even started, it was a thing where police officers, there aren't two to a squad car anymore. They are by themselves, which I think is hilarious since they ride around in these gas-guzzling SUVs, but whatever. Hmm. Um, Send a social worker with them. Send a social worker in first and, like, have, like... If the social worker needs Send the something social worker else. with the officer at the same time, like that officer should not get out of his car until the social worker shows say, up. Uh, I need Especially next level support. Especially if we call nine one one and say, you know, my cousin is mentally disturbed and he's doing this and this. Can you send someone? Okay, well that word right there, mental, mm-hmm. that should just automatically tell you. Okay, well. Let me contact a social worker. Contact the social worker before you even contact the officer. Mm-hmm. How about that? Yeah. Like before you send a squad car, send a social worker. We should have on. We should have mobile social workers, like on call mobile. So just like the police is riding around out here, we need to have social workers in cars just riding around. Yeah, absolutely. Because um, especially when there are disputes involving children. Yeah. Like whether the children are like literally, if their children on the scene, there needs to be a social worker on the scene. Is is my viewpoint on it? Right. Because we are, we're creating traumas in our children, and in the black community, just going back to mental health, like it's not going to therapy is something new for us. Like the. When I was growing up, you went to therapy because you was crazy. Like that that was the neighborhood talk. Like there were so many stigmatisms on seeking help and going to, to therapy. And um we were talking earlier and I was telling him, you know, pre-COVID, like when there were a lot of pastors pastors in the news um that had committed suicide, like it, it became a kind of uh a topic of conversation in one of the Bible studies uh, with our pastor where he was like, sometimes you, you need more than Jesus. 
Like you need Jesus and the therapist and there's nothing wrong with that. Why? Because like God made all of us and he gave all of us a purpose. And if your purpose, your God-given talent is to talk to talk to people and um heal them and just sit there and like I said like most of the time if they're all a therapist does is listen and ask questions and they're they're not there to like guide the conversation or pass judgment or tell you that you need to do x y and z like the therapist is just literally there to to listen mm-hmm. and sometimes that's all we need yeah that is which is, but you know, it's crazy though because this is what I don't understand. So, law enforcement, you know, mainly like the FBI and all them, the big boys. So y'all will negotiate with the suspect who's holding people hostage, which I understand. He has lives in his hand. You want to talk to this man? But why you can't do that to just? The regular old Joe, like, and that's the thing too. Like that, the big boys have departments that like analyze people's mental, their 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 mentality to, and that's how they like see the patterns, or you know, if it's a serial killer or a serial anything, they analyze their thoughts. So, like, if you have people in place to do that. When we're on the FBI level, which means that you've already let this person get out of hand, let's bring that down to the basic level so that it doesn't get out of hand. Mm-hmm. For real. That, yeah, the, the, the way the police department is ran, it, it definitely needs to just be just torn completely down and reconstructed because... The way they're doing things now just is it's not working. You know, society evolves at a rapid pace. You know, one minute something's in, the next minute it's not. You know, humans we evolve so fast. Why aren't our police departments evolving? Like that's that's my question. Why aren't the police departments evolving with the time, with society, with the people? Yeah, like y'all still using old fashioned tactics, which isn't working, which is actually getting y'all ass in trouble. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah, they something needs to be done about that. Like we need to just start over and build the police departments from the ground up. And don't get me wrong, it's 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 some police departments out there that's doing it right. You know, not every police department needs to be broken down, but. A lot of them do. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and shout out to, to the ones that's doing it right. Y'all right. need to motherfucking model yourselves. Go check them. your comrades. Yeah. For real, for real. Because that's, that's the thing, too. Like, there, and, like, not all the police departments have, like, 100%, like, bad cops. Like, there are good cops. And we just need but them to are talk you up a, a good little. cop, though? Are you a good cop if you can't check your comrade well, on some shit what, that you know is wrong? This is what I'm Am going I to say. Like there, there, there are a lot of good cops that need to speak up. There are a lot of good cops that have spoken up and gotten fired. Hey, but I can live with that though. If I'm a cop and I've done, I've been fired for doing the right thing. I can live with that. Yeah. What I can't live with is sitting there 
watching another cop do some shit that I know morally is, is wrong. completely wrong. Yeah. I can't live with myself if I knew this cop really didn't fear for his life. He just shot just because that's who he is. Mm-hmm. Like, y'all know each other. Y'all, come on, man. Y'all know who the scary ass cops is. Y'all know who the trigger happy cops is. Yeah. Like, I can live with, if I was a police officer, I can live with me being fired because I did the right thing. I can hold my head high and go about my life. What I can't do is go about my life knowing that you killed someone and the bullshit story behind it is bullshit. Like, you didn't fear for your life. That's what I can't live with. Facts. So, we have a new president coming in to office. And he is bringing his transition team and nearly half of Biden's transition team are people of color. That's what the fuck I'm talking about. I was so happy to see that the uh, the primary campaign manager for both him and uh, Kamala was a black woman. Like, I was impressed by that. Mm hmm. And so he's putting together his transition team. His cabinet will, of course, be announced um, in a more official capacity. I'm thinking after the Electoral College makes their final vote. But as of now, 41% of the senior staff will be people of color. 52% are women. 53% of the senior staff are women. Um, We also, so his advisory board currently is 43% people of color and 52% are women. And nine of the 13 members of his COVID advisory board are people of color and nine of the members are women. That's what I'm talking about. And that's what we need, yo. See, I feel like Biden being under Obama changed him. Like, we all have a past. We all done said some fucked up shit. We all done did some fucked up shit. When you were when you young, you don't really think about the consequences, the long-term consequences. When you're young, when you're not... Like, there's so many people that have never been exposed... Crazy thought here. But there's so many people that have never been exposed to people of color. So... Mm-hmm. The only interaction, the only knowledge that they have of us is what's seen in the media. And we all know that the picture the media paints of people of color is not a pretty one. Mm -hmm. So I I believe so I believe that people can evolve. I feel like um, if you're in a position, like I said, that like you've never interacted with people of color, mm-hmm. um, you you don't have. Um, I love Ronnie Love says this all the time when like certain big name companies are come under fire because they just hit the mark wrong trying to be inclusive and add, you know people of color to the mix and she always says that you don't have a Jamal intern. Maybe he never had a Jamal intern in his office. And 
he he got a deep dive into us and our culture and how we think and how we feel and that we're no different than how he thinks and how he feels right when he was in the white house right you nah you hit it you hit the nail on the head that that's how that's what i feel like happened like he being with obama he got a firsthand experience with like actual real life black people like this is our culture this is you know this is how we get down this is how this is what we like mm-hmm. you know like That's and because obama he barack was just like at first i thought barack might have had been like one of the, the uppity the uppity blacks but the more the more i got to like <laughs> know him and, and see him i'm like okay he black black like okay he, he really a, a black black dude from the south side of chicago like okay i, I love this because i mean this man smoke cigarettes most black people do i know my my mother my father still do uh he play basketball like like barack is for real black and i think that was good for biden because he got to see like and i'm pretty sure you know barack and michelle probably share some stories especially michelle because she definitely grew up in chicago probably share some stories about the struggle you know she endured growing up and i'm pretty sure that touched him changed his you know his logic yeah so picked up because i told you her book is very well written and it covers um her upbringing in chicago um the different obstacles she had to to endure just to get because i mean Everyone, of course, knows her as our first lady and Barack Obama's wife. But I mean, mm-hmm. she was doing amazing things in the city of Chicago as, mm-hmm. you know, Michelle, just like not the wife of, but just Michelle. I believe her last name used to be Robinson. Like yeah. she she was doing amazing things on her own and it was just like even though she resisted um becoming first lady and wasn't into uh barack obama running for president because of the toll that it was our it was going to put on their family because of the toll that you know being in the senate was like she is a name and a force to be reckoned with in in her own right like outside of being a former first lady like she was doing amazing things in the community as a as a lawyer herself so um i think that's why a lot of people want her to put her hat into the political ring but like oh my god i would so love that but that's that's I would love that. That's just not what she wants to do. Like, and you know that will probably be one of the hardest elections ever. Like, so we know America is racist, but America is also sexist. Yeah. So it's one thing to let a black man into the White House. But to let a black woman, they didn't even want to let a white woman into the White House. Right. They'd rather had let a kid, <laughs> as he's proven to be, they had rather had toddler. let a toddler 
run the country instead of a white woman. Mm -hmm. So not only is America racist, but it's also sexist. Sexist to the point where they didn't even want a white woman as president. So getting Michelle into the White House, that will definitely, everybody that showed up for Biden and Camilla, we going to need that times too. Like, all y'all, hey, everybody in your house, let's go. No, we going to vote right now. Yes. Because, yeah, they they definitely um, will not allow that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't even know. I don't know what 2024's election is going to look like. Um I know that Trump is trying to see if he can find some kind of loopholes or whatever so that he could still be like um, the head of the Republican Party. Um, I know that um, Kanye has said that he's gearing Yo, up for you know the what? 2024 and I you don't know, know what? what party he's going to run I'm under. I'm glad you spoke his name up. Cause I did want to touch on him a little bit. I, I just I just got something to get off my chest. So we will hit that subject after we come back and before we close out. So hey, come back with us. Don't go nowhere. Go use the bathroom, get you a snack, and bring your ass right back. And we're back. So before we went on break. Mrs. Saunders mentioned Kanye's name, which then prompted something that I just been feeling for a while. So, and maybe, you know, I haven't did enough fact checking, but as far as I know off the top of my head, you know, Mr. West doesn't really do much for the city of Chicago his hometown Mm -mm. like occasionally he'll bring uh sunday service here but that's it i think like twice maybe twice and i think i'm stretching with twice and i mean don't get me wrong the sunday service was free but like it did and this is my thing like this is my problem with kanye so you know i just feel like like once you reach a certain like status tax bracket and you know everyone don't think the same everyone's built different but and this is the problem i often have with mayweather as well is that they don't try to give back to the community the black community they don't try to and and i think mayweather has gone on record as to saying like well, what has a black community did for me? Some shit like that, if I'm not mistaken. Well, because that's why I want to say that, like, those are two different, two different lanes. Because Kanye, college dropout Kanye, was for his people, hands down, period. That, I, that's uh, what I thought. Bush, don't care about black people, Kanye was for his people and put back into the community. That's what I thought. I go back to what I keep saying about Kanye. Kanye went completely left when his mother left him. I mean, yeah, but how how much longer can we say that, though? 
like until he gets out. Well, I mean, but that's the no, thing. There's no time period on grief. There's no time period on how you handle grief. There's no time period on how, th- like, because this is, I feel, this is what the problem is with a lot of Black people, specifically males. We've heard for so long that time heals all wounds. I feel like that's the biggest load of garbage. Time does not heal all wounds if you're not working to heal them. If you don't address the trauma, if you don't address the problem, if you don't address the wrongdoing, it could be 15 years and that trauma, that that hurt is not going to be healed because you're not doing anything to fix it. You're not doing anything to make it better. No, and I'm not saying that everybody has to go to therapy and everybody has to do, like, there's no specific I mean, at least sit down and have a anyone. conversation, though. I'm just saying it's not a specific blueprint for dealing with anything for anybody because we all move and function different. But we can't just sit up there and say, you know what? Um... I hurt my woman and I'm going to give her about two years to get over this hurt. We ain't going to talk about it. Hey, you ain't no we ain't going to address it. That's your <laughs> no. We ain't going to yeah. talk about it. We ain't going to address it. We're going to sweep that under the rug. And two years later, we should be good. And then get mad at your woman because two years later she still don't trust you. Yeah, you swept that shit under the rug and we never addressed it. So I feel like Kanye can use the mother card as well. First of all, he ain't nah, using that's... it. I'm using it. I feel like I can use the mother card on Kanye as long as this man sits around and not get help. Like he just seems to like keep going but that's like, the thing do he do he want help that like not, that's the big question that's like, you can't thing keep too. using this as an excuse if the man doesn't want uh, he clearly doesn't want help there's other things that's more important to him like his ugly ass fashion line fucking because i i really don't know what the fuck he doing because he ain't putting out no music so i really don't know what the hell he doing He's living so his life my thing is why aren't you giving like i just feel like for me instance if i hit a certain status like kanye i want to say outside of kim but like this is recent with kim kanye has a bunch of people that tell him yes you are fabulous i don't know why people keep picking on you like you are doing the best that you can like he has a lot of people that massage his ego and he clearly cuts off anyone that does not massage his ego that's stupid i I just don't understand how you can be such a a a prominent figure and not give back to your hometown like to to the city of chicago like you a legend man you like you damn near a god and that's why you not giving back to your communities like it's so many resources that the state is failing to provide for the, the 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 black and brown kids in the city of Chicago. Why and Chance the rapper is doing all he can. Like I commend that young yeah. man. He's giving a lot back, and there's probably some some other celebrities 
that's doing it that we just don't know about and shout out to y'all because that's another but thing i know too. like it's I, not i i respect it more like i'm not coming for chance at all because he doesn't do this but i'm just saying i respect it more in general period when you do just to do and not right. because somebody is going to exactly give you a he do it because that's or, uh, he like he for real rep shy town right. like, like this he, is like nigga, i was born and raised here yeah he, this is my home he does he loves us and he understands soul, so. what resources was lacking when he was a kid exactly. so he's trying to give back and make sure the kids after him don't do this go through the same shit he did and he doesn't care if his name is on it or not he like don't. he doesn't um but but a motherfucker like kanye who do care about where his name is and what's this associated with why are you not associating your name with some of these charities man why are you not associating your name with giving back to 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 the south side like it's it's kid it's, it's so many lost souls on the west and south side kids joining gangs because they have no direction like come on man like i just i i don't know i i always yeah. told myself that if which i know I was that he can ever... touch on and, and relate because like gang, gangs ain't new but at the core of it all like gangs are changing and evolving and in the worst way um but at the core of it all um from before us to when i was growing up to now most people join gangs to have a family right family protection a sense of belonging to something exactly so i i know that he can relate but like i said like i don't i don't think kanye's here with us i i mentally just don't think that he's here with us i just i don't understand it man like i've always told myself that if i ever reached a certain you know a certain status like if i ever was to hit celebrity status that i would give back to where i came from and if i can find a way to do it now i would but unfortunately you know i'm just a regular old well, we just schmo joe working a nine to five ty like i'm the biggest advocate like because we can get off kanye's back just a little bit hell I, no 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 i'm just saying because he's not the only one is what i'm saying is that I have always been the biggest advocate of take care of home first. So I get extremely frustrated when I see celebrities reach out to other countries, um, which is what we were talking about with Ty. Like, Oprah yeah, like Angela Jolie and them. Well, and not Oprah. Even, not even that, because that's a whole different situation. But Oprah built a school in Africa. We need better school systems here. Like I understand that they're lacking, but I feel like take care of home first. Like I take care of the motherfuckers who got you to where you're at. Like Oprah, your studio, Harpo Studios was in Chicago. Like you this is where you started. Exactly. So yeah. I, Wait, but who's to say she's not though? Like, that's the thing. Well, like, that's what I'm saying. Like but I'm saying, like, the biggest thing that you did was to build the school in Africa. We need, and then some of those students she has brought here for this reason or that reason, and she, like, has them living on her property and stuff. So I'm just saying that 
as that example like we we need stuff here so before you go abroad i i've always just believed that you take care of hair first just like it gets like it bothers me that there are so many more people coming for Michael Jordan than they are Kanye West and the stars that we have here because they don't feel like Michael Jordan is doing anything for the city of Chicago. The Like, he wasn't born and raised here. He, right. He, yeah, he, yeah, yeah. No, I get he, that. He did build an empire here with the Bulls, a, a legacy here with the Bulls, but... He, He's not one of ours, right? That's why. So, that's how I feel too. It's like, and it and it's not like Michael Jordan doesn't do anything. Charity no, he before, does. You, he does all his shit on the low. He exactly. So it's he like he just now started speaking out about the shit. He and do. I feel like he does it because people come for him. Like they yeah, always they do. come yeah, for him about you know. Well, LeBron we, does this. LeBron no, does not that. Not even that. Like we buy your shoes. That's what. Well, no, he tell you to buy his shoes. No, honestly him starting to speak up has come from lebron and i can tell you that i'm 100 percent sure that's could because they're always trying to compare lebron to jordan mm-hmm. and we all know lebron is the face of like social injustice like lebron mm-hmm. that's the one thing i love about that flopping ass nigga is that off the court he is jordan for black people like mm-hmm. sticking up for black people and you know, people always want to compare. Well, LeBron does this off the court, does that. What does Jordan do? Well, Jordan does a lot. He just don't speak on it. Right, but now, it's but now because he's that that that's him. That's his lane. He's very competitive. Very. You you not gonna come for me and me not respond. So, but like my thing is is that you know the the way people come for him. Like I said, like they sit up here where your your Jordans are over. Well, first of all, y'all y'all paying for him. Like he, he he's don't, not making he don't y'all... set the price. Exactly. And he hell, he's sitting around in country boots and y'all going out and buying shoes of a man that ain't stepped foot on the court in how many years? Boy, like that ain't that ain't his problem. About the same shoe three different times. Exactly. I, I should have kept all my Jordans because they all back in style. But uh like that's 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 not his fault. That's not his problem. That's not his issue. Mm-hmm. We're not his problem. We're not his issue. Like, you know, he he does what he hell what he wants to do, and that's that's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, Master P. However, <laughs> I didn't watch the twenty twenty uh, BT Hip Hop Awards. I kind of like forgot about them. They weren't all, like they they haven't been the best for me for. A minute now, like I, I feel like maybe I've aged out of that or something. I don't know. I like the ciphers, so I like to record them and watch the ciphers. But even the ciphers have been a miss. But apparently, this year on the 2020 BET Hip Hop Awards, um, Master P was, you know, he wanted to uh, give me a uh, me a her flowers while she's still here and just um talk about the amazing contributions that she made to um no limits uh as the only i believe only few she was definitely the first but i believe she was the only female artist that was on his roster and he said that he 
maybe interested in resurrecting No Limit Records, but as an all-female roster. Um, he mentioned uh, Cardi B, Meg The Stallion, um, as some artists that he's looking at. He's also talking about some underground artists because he says that he's got an owl nose that he's um, looking to recruit. He also mentioned that the one artist for him that got away was India Irie. He was saying that she used to come to his house, like, you know, perform and take off her shoes and would perform, but he didn't know what he could do for her at that time. And he feels like that's a big regret. Um, for me, him bringing a milk the stallion means that he wants to go into competition with the the carters because that's already their artist all right i was about to say that's 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 Lord, jay-z's artist isn't it yeah Lord. so daddy. like why would you even mention daddy. that and well, cardi daddy. b is uh daddy uh what's her name mona daddy. mona lisa daddy. mona scott's daddy. artist so daddy. i don't know that cardi is still signed um well, first of all, Amona Sky Young is a manager, so she's not a a label, and I don't know that Cardi is still signed to her because I feel like there were reports um, a minute ago saying that she had new management. But yeah, she okay. Yeah, that's right. She she dumped Mona and went with Offset's manager. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but as far as labels, I don't know if she's attached to any because so many artists these days are independent. But I know for sure that made the stallion belongs to the Carters. Um, but he still put her out there as having his eye out on adding her to his all female roster that he's looking up into introducing um, as the new. No Limit Records with, of course, Mia as the the head. Like, I feel like this, like, everything does need to be resurrected. Everything don't need a sequel. Like, No Limit had its run. It was a diamond in its era. Like, times have changed yeah because I, mean, I, I don't have a lot nice a, to say about master p but i, right, can I would say, say he's a good businessman yeah that he's an excellent businessman but, he changed the record companies and record labels and how they function forever and how you know artists are treated forever so hands down he gets the credit for that i mean i just i don't know seeing the way he's been moving on his growing up hip-hop shit which I feel like I was just, a big mistake for him to right. join the cast. I just feel like he needed to just sit his ass down somewhere, like for real, for real. But uh, that's all we got for you folks tonight. It's been a minute, you know, since we recorded the episode. Had a lot of stuff going on. Uh, anything you'd like to say to the people before we get out of here? Um, that, that's it. All right. So, uh, we out of here. Uh, good night from the Saunders. Stay blessed. Stay COVID free. And most importantly, stay sucker free. We out. <laughs>